Damn it, I wanted you to keep talking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do that to politics all the time. He hates that. Uh, I wanted to get... I like doing that from time to time. Just to get people on... You know, we're talking in the pre-show. You know, little rants and then... I was just... I heard the music and I was like, oh shit, we're starting. <laughs> so, hey, what? Anywho. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Outcasters. I'm your host, Secor. And today, uh, politics couldn't make it. He had to do some extracurricular activities. Boom. Uh, He's, last I heard, he was uh, caught in a bathroom uh, masturbating with his ears. I don't know. More on the developing story later. I don't know. So today I got two other guests with me. You want to say who you are <laughs> as I look at you? Yeah, what's up? It's Professor Mex from 3 and Out co-hosting today. How's it going? Wow, you're really hot. <laughs> so right now. I, I was asking you if I was okay. Well, yeah, you were talking normal, and then you all of a sudden wanted to get, like, fucking the microphone in your mouth or some shit. Uh, do you want me to back it up? No, or are you just suggesting me? So, also... I can't really see anything else, yeah. anyway. I am once again Raven, hanging out, just, you know, chilling. Right, yo. Always a pleasure to have you here. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to be here. Uh, today we kind of... Yeah, politics going to be angry, because I, I had hot food for everybody, and beer, and he's not here, so... Food's debatable. Sucks to be him. Fuck you, <laughs> dude. Okay, Mr. Fucking. Looking a gift horse in the mouth, man. Mr. Max over here can't handle fucking little Caesar pizza. <laughs> I knew I should have just waited until you ate two or three slices, then tell you what it was. Yeah. Sorry, I have low standards, and those need to be met. I hate you so goddamn much. <laughs> You're such a dude. Anywho, so what have you been up to? Ah, uh, nothing. Just hanging out. Um. I, I've actually gotten into there's. <laughs> oh, I just broke rule number one. Boo! Oh, not here to fucking call me on this thing, guys. Dude, I get those that, all the time. That rock mob, man. That's how they get you. <laughs> now, um, I've actually, you know, being the huge nerd that I am, there's actually this really awesome uh, game that I've been into. Uh, it's called Kerbal Space Program. It's all about like rocket science. For lack of a better word, you build rockets and launch them into space, and uh-huh. it's really fucking fun. Does it, it take rocket science to play the game? No. I mean, you if you were a rocket scientist, I'm sure you'd be really fucking good at the game because you can calculate all that shit, but you build, like, rockets, like, you snap them together with Legos and you just launch them into space. Like, Are well, these pocket rockets? I mean, they could be. <laughs> you can make some pretty phallic-looking shit. It's kind of funny. It's the, you know. I mean, is it is it legitly how you would create a rocket? Or is it just kind of like... No, it, it's like it's legit. It has like the module for like the, the people. And it, you put parachutes and all kinds of st- fuel, solid fuel, liquid fuel rockets and stuff like that. I mean, you don't have to connect any like power lines or anything like that, but... Power like, lines. W- when you do this, does it really send a rocket out into space and magically ends up in another dimension or something? That would be pretty cool. 
Well, I mean, like in, in the game, like there's a like a fictional universe that goes. No, into. I mean in real life. Oh, <laughs> a lot of space junk. Like what, what was that movie? Um, like I, uh, I, I'm sure there's other kinds of movies, but like the box or whatever, you push a button, nothing really happens, but somewhere else somebody dies. What the fuck was that movie? It was with Julia Roberts, right? Which one? It was, was the it? movie about there was the there was a, a a wandering salesman comes around to your door and offers you like three million dollars for the box. Like, it was, well, it's like it's a box with a button in it, and if you yeah, push the box. Oh, the but box. Cameron Diaz. That's, that's the name of the movie. That's what it was. Cam- <laughs> was it actually <laughs> called the box? Yeah, it was yeah, just called, called the, the box. box. Shit. <laughs> it is. It, it was that simple. It's not about what you perverts are thinking. It's about. <laughs> <laughs> it, there wasn't a hole in the popcorn at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, it was just called the box. Is it like that though? Not that you know of, anyways. Not that I'm aware of. No, it's <laughs> the just... FBI hasn't showed up at your door yet. No, I'm, I'm not <laughs> secretly like sending off rockets <laughs> into deep space, unbeknownst to myself. No. Are you a terrorist? That's what we really want to know. <laughs> I mean, I might be. Yeah, like, like, what classifies <laughs> a terrorist these days? I mean, uh, basically, you... do they fit your profile? I mean, I have That's a Facebook right. profile. Does that count? <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of people in the Arab world that. Oh, actually, I I did see um, that they have been cracking down on Facebook in the Middle East because of after it was the revolutions in what Syria and yeah. they have actually um, been like restricting Facebook usage because people have been using it to coordinate like you know protests and shit. Uh, oh, so because they're using it to protest. Uh, the government the government yeah. they're gonna not let you use facebook yeah it was kind of interesting i was like Fuck wow these assholes <laughs> well it's like you know you can't you can't stop the internet the internet will go on you can't shut down the internet gotcha yeah how many likes for this suicide <laughs> that's just crass <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there I sir i don't know i'm I have the ADHD. Sorry. <laughs> so, what is what's new in the news? Uh, well, I know this story kind of fucking pissed me off, and so um, we'll talk about this one. Uh, an Oregon woman raped after police refused to send res- for, send out a response unit. Um, a woman was choked and raped. Following a 911 call to the police in which the dispatcher told her that the attacker, um, to tell her just to tell the attacker to go away. Wow. The incident which occurred last, uh, late last, uh, I guess it's, uh, late last August, but was only widely reported last week, took place in Josephine County, Oregon, when a woman's ex-boyfriend tried to tried to break into her home. Instead of sending out an officer to, to the scene, the police dispatcher advised, I don't have anybody to send out there. You know, if, obviously, if he comes inside the residence and assaults you, can you ask him to go away? It's like, sorry, I'm on a lunch break. Is, is someone holding you hostage? Can, can you, you ask them to not? Do you know if he's not? intoxicated or anything? <laughs> wow. The man eventually forced entry into the house, uh... Wherein to proceeded to brutally rape the woman after fleeing. Uh, after the attack, police went in search for the 29-year-old Michael 
Avila and arrested him. The sheriff's department blamed the lack of resources due to the recent public funding cuts. There isn't a day that goes by that they don't have another victim, said Josephine County Sheriff uh, Gil Gibbertson. Sheriff Gil, Gil Gibbertson. Uh, in Josephine County, 80% of sheriff's deputies lost their jobs when their cuts were made. A few that remain cannot respond to the emergency calls uh, even on the weekends. That's bullshit. I mean, I, I'm not saying that just because, you know, it, it, it sounds like it's almost a, a cry from the police department that's like, you know, we don't have enough money to keep officers on the street, therefore this is just going to have to keep happening because we don't have money to keep people in a position where they can help protect and in this case I, I was she murdered afterward or no she was admitted to the hospital um he, might as well have been he choked her and just raped her like for a while and um so at at the very least she's still alive i mean but when what this article i i've heard uh i have a, i've read a couple other articles and i heard the 911 call um if you want to look it up um basically she literally tells the officer, if he gets in here, then I'm done. So she was afraid of her life. Like, she just figured, oh, well, you guys aren't going to send anybody. Well, then I might as well just be dead. Which is fucking a horrible fucking yeah, no. aspect to think about. And I mean, I'm not saying it's any any better or worse. I'm just saying that, like, you know. See, to me, here, here's what I, I want to fucking know. Okay, why doesn't fucking the dispatcher fucking do something like, okay, well... Hmm, here's an idea. If she's going to get raped and it's a life or death situation but you can't get the cops there, why not fucking call the fire department and say there's a fire? Right. Tell me that there's not one self-respecting man in a fucking fire unit that would show up, see something like that going on, and beat the fuck out of this guy. Even if it was a fucking EMT. Like a fucking yeah. emergency responder. Fucking just for an ambulance or something. Or just, you know, restrain him until I mean, the cops got hell, there. You know... It, she's going to need a ride to the hospital anyways after this. Send a fucking ambulance now. Say she's an old woman that fell down the stairs and she can barely talk or something. You know, send other people into the fucking house. Yeah. To his credit, okay, not to defend anybody, but to his credit, he did say, can you please ask him to go away? Okay. And what he failed to mention was... Can you also ask him not to insert his dick into you multiple times? Okay, That's you are where fucking he came an idiot. Up short. Make sure to you know ask nicely. <laughs> Please don't rape me, Mister Sir. Be Ma make sure you teach all your kids that when they go up to the nice man that says free candy on the side of the white van to say, "Can I have the candy but not be raped, please?" And just see how well that works out for them. No, see to me, it's total bullshit that like he he could have sent somebody fucking. Why Why not tell her, hey, is there, you know, come up with the idea. Is the door locked? Run upstairs to the furthest point from the house to buy more time. Lock yourself in a closet somewhere. Stay on the phone with me. Exactly. Isn't try to three-way call a friend if you know somebody, Say, but still try to stay on the line or dispatch. That way you can call out another number for that person. Say, hey, your friend's in trouble. This is a 911 call. Get over there. You know, I mean, or try to instruct her to run out the back door or something, you know? Isn't that what we pay people to be emergency dispatchers for in the first place? No, I'm apparently it's just to fucking tell them, oh, tell them not to do that, you know? Dispatchers it's like telling your mom, 
when your little brother's fucking poking you in the arm on the whole ride, you know, quit poking me, quit well, mom, he won't stop poking me, you know, it's like oh, doesn't do nothing. Yeah, you just let him keep poking you. Not to get off track here, but there's a new movie coming out called The Call with Halle Berry. Who oh yeah, that's actually a dispatcher. The weird thing about that, that's actually a WWE film, but there's no WWE wrestler in the movie. That's what I find funny. Huh. Speaking of that, real quick, um, Randy Orton is playing in the um there's a 21 what was it called or 12 rounds 12 rounds part two you see Uh, that no it plays john cena anyways back to that (laughs) uh halle berry movie yeah i mean the these the way they portray these dispatchers is pretty retarded because there's a scene in that movie that they showed a clip of where halle berry gets this phone call from somebody who's in a similar situation that you're talking about um and she tells her we're talking about like a 10 year old girl or something no she's like 16 or something i'm talking about in the scene and Uh, that must be the earlier one she tells her the girl says hey someone's getting in the house and so halle berry says okay well go up to you know into your room get under your bed or whatever lock the door or whatever and she goes up to her room door doesn't lock but she gets under her bed um and then the call gets disconnected and then she says i have a set of skills to describe them as you're being taken almost <laughs> because what happens is that was a horrible movie i don't know if you've ever saw that mr raven uh-uh. taken oh oh yeah where it's like get under the bed and yeah. the, 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 the Serbian... next few seconds are crucial tell me everything you see i we can talk i'm about gonna it. fly over to europe and then in 10 minutes i'm gonna find one of the guys i'm supposed to be looking for instantly we'll, we'll talk about this in a second i'm gonna <laughs> let him much finish does happen because what happens is the guy ends up breaking into the house and he's just he doesn't know that anybody's there he's just looking around for valuables or whatever and because the call gets disconnected Halle berry who's a dispatcher decides to play a genius and hits the redial button on the on the cell phone that she just got a call from and next thing you know the little girl's ringer goes off and the dude answers guy right hear, no guy hears it goes upstairs grabs the girl oh see next time you tell him hey while you're talking to me and running up there quickly switch your phone to silent yeah right <laughs> i mean i guess she's 10 and she's scared so there is like you know you're you're stressed out it's kind of one of those things that you forget but with regards to Taken, actually, um, I, it's been long enough to where I don't have to worry about spoilers. But it's not unless fa- it's part of Taken Two. I, I haven't which seen is the Taken. same fucking that, premise. I haven't seen Taken Two. Enough. But the thing about Taken One, and it's the same as Taken One, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the thing about it though is his daughter gets and his, and her friend get taken, and you know they get kidnapped and they get you know sold into sex slavery or whatever. He find Liam Neeson's character finds out that the his daughter's friend is murdered, and so he's trying to track down his daughter, whose best friend has just been murdered. At the very end, she's been sold to this like big fat like Arab dude. He busts in the door, and like shoots the guy in the face, and I'm like, and you know she like hugs him and is like all normally fine. I'm like, girl, you your best friend was just murdered. You've been sold into sex slavery, and you were about to be violated by a, a large Arab man. And your dad bust in the door and shot this man in the face. And you're, like, emotionally okay after all of that? Like, yeah, you can it's... just be like, oh, I'm cool. Nothing happened, you know. We're, we're okay here. I'm like, that would be terrifying. I wanted her to stand up and be like, Dad, you shot my boyfriend. 
was all an elaborate ruse because he had a <laughs> they wanted they were trying a to elope hatred of the Ape. they were trying to elope <laughs> <laughs> he had a deep-seated hatred of the arabs but like i don't know to me this is total bullshit like what what are we paying our fucking police officers for and regardless if my question is okay so they don't have enough sheriffs or you know cops in the area why can't they deputize citizens to fucking be like like what 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 where the fuck is police academy for citizens no, on patrol? No, okay? you can actually you can make a citizen's arrest. Yeah, I mean it takes their driver's license, why number, don't they their fucking, fingerprints, and their social security number. It, but if, if this is something that's been going on in this town, why don't they have fucking volunteers? Fucking Steven Seagal was a volunteer sheriff. Okay, why can't fucking people volunteer to be a cop in this town? Because not everybody is Steven Seagal. Not everyone, not everyone has lots of EQ? money and a failed not acting career. Dog the bounty hunter. What are you talking? No, about? but fucking if I if that was going on here in Sacramento, I guarantee I can get twelve guys that I know. Fucking that would like we'd create like a phone line or hotline or something. Fuck call nine one one. You might not know for much longer if they're just going out and making arrests. Fucking <laughs> where the fuck is Batman? Okay, <laughs> I mean this is total bullshit. You know, I just think that if it's just city or town or something like that why aren't people standing up together more of a neighborhood watch community something going on to where you know i would i would i would have if i was her and, and maybe the cop wasn't thinking you know set my house on fire like try to get fire department there or something somebody you know get more people that's going to come to the house and try to help the situation that's all i have to say yeah i mean it just seems like there are and the crazy thing is it said last august it's been almost a year since this story occurred, and we're just now hearing about it. It's because I know that it took a few months that the guy was to actually be arrested for it and everything, too. And it's completely horrible, and just, you know, it goes to show you that all of this stuff that's happening that, that you know, isn't being reported and stuff, and, you know, it we need to, you know, see what's going on and be like, why the fuck is this county... You know, so low on cops. Why? Why can't the state, you know, provide something or fucking the government step in and you know try to fucking fix the situation where citizens are being raped and just you know, oh la di da di da. Hey, whoa, next day. Yeah, it's it's not okay for a community to not, I mean, not have police officers at least on call. You know, th there's nobody I can send really. I mean, I I I highly doubt that. So, fucked up in Oregon. Don't go there. If you live there, move. Yeah, that's it. All right. Is that your new thing? Yeah. Uh, when did not, we start that? Four shows ago? Yeah? Yeah, see, you know, there's this thing that, you know, for if you're working with, like, a, a station company or something, you know, normally people that work there actually listen to the shows that the company puts out. No. You would have known. No. <laughs> House three and out. Last week it was good. When 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 you actually doing an actual sports show? We can do one right after this. I don't <laughs> care. Sports is easy. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about um, Mr. Max's uh, family members here. Not very bright. What's not very bright? Your family members. Oh. Mr. Miguel Sanchez, thirteen-year fugitive. He's been on the run for thirteen years. Yeah, hey, I thought we weren't dropping names. <laughs> Now, do, do they say what uh, what he was on the run yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, was finally caught because he was dumb enough to be urinated 
urinating on the. <laughs> he was urinated on by an officer. What a dumbass! <laughs> he was urinating on the side of a KFC building. I think after thirteen years, you get kind of fed up with you know being on the run. Yeah. A man. What, want- what happened was he went in there and said, "Can I please get a burrito with carnitas?" And they said, "No, I'm sorry, we only have chicken." And he got hella pissed. A man wanted for 13 years on attempted murder charges in Los Angeles was captured in Colorado after someone called the police to report that he was urinating on a wall outside of a KFC restaurant. Miguel Sanchez, 59 years old, initially gave officers a false name when he was arrested Wednesday. According to the Colorado Springs Police Department, after he was fingerprinted, the police discovered his true identity and realized that he had a $2 million warrant in California. Wow. Be nice if you were that cop to find him. Do cops get to collect the warrant? Yeah, I don't know. I was wondering about that. I don't think I so. I'd be like, I quit, and not then be like, I'm turning this guy in myself. Not unless they're off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> or like bounty hunting. I'd just like throw my gun and badge like back in the car and be like, I quit, citizen's arrest, knock him out. Yeah, that's and then... what I would do. I would change my turn with time card. <laughs> It wouldn't. Well, a citizen's arrest is ridiculous. You have to like. I actually remember looking into it. Um, you have to get someone's fingerprints and their driver's license number at the very least, you, and you have to get all you know ten fingers. You have to get like all of them. Okay, just carry a pad of ink and a piece of paper. Yeah, but I mean, you, you're gonna handcuff somebody and they're gonna cooperate by giving you, you each individual finger and their driver's license number. Dude, just fucking slap their hand in a bucket of paint and then slap it against the wall and be like, here it is. <laughs> if you were clipping their fingers off as you were getting their fingerprints, they might cooperate a little more. A little bit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, that might work. Kentucky Fried Chicken called and said he was peeing on the wall, said Colorado Springs Police Lieutenant Dan Lofgren, uh, on the run for 13 years, and then they get caught for being stupid. That's like the – I remember hearing this one story a while back about – um. There was a, a guy that got his third strike. Um, he was like a known criminal uh, for Grand Theft Auto and like stealing cars and boosting them and stuff like that. And he actually went into like a kind of stop and rob somewhere and stole a bag of chips. And that was his third strike. Wow. That's hilarious. Uh, Sanchez is accused of stabbing someone multiple times after an argument in 2000, then stabbing a second per- person before running away. Yeah, I bet you it was over the same issue. <laughs> he was walking to a KFC and they didn't have <laughs> they didn't have his burritos. You know, speaking of fast this food, this time joint, he's like, "I had it, <laughs> but I'm not gonna stab you. I'm just gonna piss on your building." <laughs> so, speaking of fast food joints, Burger King employee foils robbery by stealing thieves' getaway car. Now, this story takes place in Stockton, oh, so leave it to Stockton. a place where. Don't all of these take place in Stockton, by the way? <laughs> leave it to the leave it to leave it to Stockton to where your building's being robbed and you go rob the thieves. You know? You don't, you can't trust anyone in Stockton. <laughs> Just goes to show. A fast food employee is being lauded by the police uh for Are his, you serious? The police are actually congratulating him for doing this? For the, his fast thinking after foiling a robbery at a Burger King in Stockton, California, as two hamburglers Stormed into the restaurant, uh, brandishing guns and demanding cash. An employee snuck out the back door. Pause. Time out. Now, was he planning on stealing this car, or was he being a pussy and running away from the? I don't think he was doing act. any of that. What I think he was doing 
if he was borrowing the car because Burger King now delivers. <laughs> I don't know if he you thought guys it was heard the delivery car. No, yeah, they do. As long as it's $15 <laughs> or more, they'll deliver uh, fast food to you. Which they also also now have a new McRib sandwich to battle McDonald's I think McRib. It's actually ten dollars or more, with a two or three dollar surcharge. But do you still have to tip the driver? I mean, in theory, you te- technically yes, because you, he's providing a service to you. You let him eat one of the fries that he's probably already ate. <laughs> <laughs> he he just steals a couple of the bag fries down at the bottom. <laughs> oh, they won't know. Um, so now you say instead of when the pizza guy comes, you know, do you have any cheese and peppers? Oh yeah, let me go back in my car. Um, do you have any ketchup? Oh, yeah, let me go back to my car. <laughs> we have ketchup, barbecue sauce, and ranch, and all the little <laughs> condiment sides. Um, employees found the thieves idling getaway. The employee found the thieves idling getaway car via, uh, in the parking lot and hopped in it and drove off, stashing the car around the block. Uh, I haven't heard of any employees actually leaving a business, getting inside the suspect's vehicle, and trying to hide it. Stockton officer Joe Silvas told reporters, uh, when the thieves realized their car had been taken, they took off on foot and were trying to hide out in a nearby field. Um, the p- police soon found the two suspects, Gabriel uh, Gonzalez and Jeremy Lovett, and arrested them. They've been charged with armed robbery. I don't understand why there wouldn't be anybody in the car waiting. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, that's just where's ba- the getaway driver? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's poor planning. That's like you clearly didn't think that out. Watch, the, watch those two dudes went in to go rob the Burger King, and the guy across the street saw Carl's Jr. and is like, "Oh, I want to go there instead and go out to go get a burger." That's like leaving your car on like a hill in neutral, like trying to rob in a, San Francisco. It's like go, going <laughs> to San Francisco trying to rob a bank and leaving your car in neutral because you're like, "Oh yeah, we'll just like you know push it and like get a running start." It's like. You're leaving it neutral on a hill. It's going to roll down the hill and end up looking like a retard. Although what I'm surprised is that, I mean, because it's probably going to go to trial, that, I mean, if they can afford an attorney, that they're not, like, because it is California still, that they're not going to, like, try the the one employee of Burger King for theft of the the car. car. (laughs) Well, technically, if he brought the keys back, I mean, I guess, you know, like, it, it wouldn't technically be, you know, thievery if he was you know brought the keys to give to the officers who that way prove that you know everything was going on yeah i'm still assuming though that that if you're armed if you're armed and going to rob a burger king or whatever it was it was uh, burger king if you're gonna go rob a burger king and you you might not necessarily want to use your own car you might have stolen the car from someone else so you're you're re-stealing a stolen car i don't think these guys were that smart i'm pretty sure the car was one of theirs no maybe and and the fact that they were dumb enough to get robbed while robbing somebody, I mean, just shows you the magic of Stockton. <laughs> you know would have been pretty cool? If they had dressed up in King costumes as they robbed Burger King. <laughs> Actually, what would have been funnier is if they were, uh, like, dressed up as, like, Ronald McDonald. And, and Grimace. Or the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> too, yeah. Like, you know, Ron- like, McDonald's characters <laughs> robbing a Burger King. <laughs> so... Trying to steal the secret recipe. <laughs> <laughs> the special sauce. So, uh, any of you guys watch American Idol? No. no. Not really. Not okay. since, like, the first, what, uh, 12 seasons? Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah, basically. I've seen Carrie Underwood, and, and I don't, if they're not a hot girl, I don't know who else is. 
There was the big black man, Ruben, whatever his name. Stutter. Ruben stutter. Yeah. Who didn't come stuttering out Stuttering Stanley. After. Stuttering Stanley. <laughs> Who fell off the, pla- the face of the earth. <laughs> happens to a lot of them, actually. Yeah. You guys are both in relationships, right? Yeah. Have you guys ever been in a fight with your spouse or other loved one or like uh, everybody significant other? other. <laughs> I was trying to cover all the bases because I don't know exactly what everyone's status is. Uh, I mean, define fight though. Are we talking about like? Did you ever get so angry that you wanted to f- stab him? No. Well, my ex, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, but <laughs> wanted to. Yeah. Well, let's combine those two, Karen and Gregory allegedly stabbed each other over the season finale of American Idol. But, is, okay, is that like, you know, we're both really mad we're in an argument we're, like, holding forks to, like, to one another? Or, like... It doesn't say over, like, yeah. if they were fighting because they each wanted somebody else to win other two, which I'm guessing that's what happened. But what it says is, when a couple in Pennsylvania couldn't agree over which contestant, Candace Glover or Key Harrelson, should have... uh. One, this year's American Idol, they allegedly started stabbing each other. What did they start stabbing each other with? Like plastic utensils? Karen, 48, and Gregory, 57, were arrested after the Nerf drunken sword. the drunken <laughs> fight Wednesday, May 15th. According uh, to CBS, uh, Stimbaugh, Gregory Stimbaugh told authorities that Karen started drinking at 5 a.m. Well, what time did they watch American Idol? Was it T-Vode? Well, it says they started drinking at 5 a.m. And then they were drinking a lot. She was drinking uh, beer and tequila. And then uh, he started drinking at noon. So all day they were drinking beer. And he was drinking uh, beer and scotch. So she was was drinking beer and tequila. And he was drinking beer and scotch all day long. And then both allegedly went into the kitchen during the argument, and each grabbed a knife and began stabbing each other. When police responded, the pair were on the front porch, bloody and still arguing. Wow. That that just requires some hardcore couples therapy. See, see, it, it said it's in Pennsylvania, but that, to me that sounds like it should have been in a south. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I mean, you know. See, that to me kind of reminds me of like an old itchy and scratchy cartoon or something. They just start arguing and stabbing each other. And then the cops show up and they're just bloody laying and they're saying, no. They're just like, no, just re- dismember. No, like Candace should have won. That no, Cree should have won. That reminds me of four-year-old virgin when the guy got the wax pulled off and he was like, oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah, no, you're done. <laughs> Stop talking. Maybe I shouldn't have had you come on. You Stick to sports. Have. So, yeah, that, that complete dumbasses. Huh. You're done with that one. Yeah, I'm going to throw it at you. I thought that one was funny. A projectile piece of news. <laughs> so now it's gone from news we can't use to news we can. Yep. It's and it has a Assault with deadly news. <laughs> 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 Might get a paper cut in your eye. Watch out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you put up your hand to block your face. <laughs> no, I'm just moving this. I, does, it, does it rotate? It, I don't like that it's like angled. Okay, so rotate it. What do I use? Just spin it. The un- undo oh, the the nut at, at the you, end. And never mind. We're done. We're You're good. so retarded. We're good. I'm trying to make uh, complicate things. All right. Uh, this one. All right. This one kind of. This one's kind of gonna make you cringe if you're a man out there. 
Christina Salinas allegedly bit her husband's penis after he made her leave the rodeo early. This I, one, I'm just imagining that because based on the headline, it's just all of a sudden, it's like, you know, I'm just going to bite you through your jeans. She's <laughs> like, that's some really impressive mandible strength. You know, I was thinking it would be funny if she was like Jaws from James Bond and had the metal <laughs> teeth and just like went chomp, chomp, and just fucking. Like <laughs> Adam for the growing up. Just fucking <laughs> one giant bite. Ow. Um, uh, this is Northern California. It was, uh, it may not have been California resident Anthony Hill's first time at the rodeo, but it is likely that it'll be his last, at least for a while. That's because his wife, Christina, bit his penis during an argument that started when he wanted to leave the rodeo early and Salinas wanted to stay. The two had been drinking, of course, it's how, how all good fights start, right? Uh, when they got home, the argument escalated. When Hill tried to make a getaway from her with her four kids, she asked him, or she attacked him. He told the local news station at that point, Hill, here's where it gets even a little bit more into that, that southernness. Uh, Hill and Selena's ex husband, who has been living with them. Wait, what? <laughs> Which you know she probably stuck off and gone in her ex-husband's room, probably. What? Tried to restrain her, and during the scuffle, she bit him on the hand and then decided to bite his tender region. I'm still more like... How did it get out? How? Right? It's like, oh, like well, in the middle of a heated argument, he just like whips out his dick. It's just like, <laughs> your argument like, is invalid. Unless bitch. he's like Lexington Steel and he's taking it out to beat her like a, like a club or something, you know? <laughs> But, like, it says here that he is now at home recovering and merely regrets that he's called the police. Probably because the story got out is why he regrets I'm doing it. I'm that she has an ex-husband because she He has anger issues? Because he couldn't please her sexually because she chewed off his dick. A little less teeth there, darling, please. <laughs> Have you ever been so mad that you just all of a sudden give, like, a rage blowjob and then all of a sudden <laughs> just feel like using some You've teeth? You've heard of an angry hump. You know, an angry grudge fuck, you know? Now it's an angry grudge fucking blowjob. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine that's how... I mean, I don't even know how that whole situation happens. It's like, okay, if you're trying to detain her or, like, you know, like, keep her... like Yeah, they're definitely doing something else for her, though. Like, I wouldn't, like, have her head anywhere near... You know, like a bodily part that's like open, like my fingers or, you know, my well, junk. Especially after she bit you on the hand once already. Unless he's into that. Maybe it turned him on. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> bite it harder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right there. Oh. Anywho. I mean, moving on then. Wow. <laughs> Alright, so here's some more fucked up people that are just dumb. And this one, I I, I, I don't even know if... I, you guys, well, Mr. Mex over there, you have a kid. A couple. Well, one of them's barely a person yet. It's still, like, needing you to do everything for it. So, we're leaving that one out. They both kind of need that. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one, like, when she, when she doesn't listen and she doesn't listen to your discipline... Can you ever imagine, like, I don't know, calling the cops on her? Mm, only if they stole a Pop-Tart. <laughs> Dick. 
<laughs> Latasha Renee Love has cops arrest her son for allegedly stealing her Pop Tarts. See, what would have been better is if they were Eggo waffles. <laughs> Lego my Eggo. <laughs> I mean, that just would have been perfect. Well, hey, now we know that Pop Tarts now are, you know, deadly weapons. You know, that kid got suspended from school because he bit his Pop Tart into a shape of a gun. So, uh, I <laughs> That's mean, talent. I mean, <laughs> I and, and so now, you know, the Pop-Tarts can, you know, be concealed yeah. weapons. Uzi, Maybe he was going to go start jam. selling them on the black market because he needed more milk money or something. You know, what's really funny is that he bit it into the shape of a gun and then proceeded to murder his friends and classmates with Pop-Tart deliciousness. Yeah. I mean, was it strawberry? What was it? Was it sugar cookie? Was it was it grape? Was it was watermelon the, berry? Was it the maple bacon ones? <laughs> they have maple bacon Pop-Tarts? I don't know if they're bacon. I know they have like maple they're brown probably sugar probably shot out sprinkles. <laughs> um, a 13-year-old boy in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. It's in the South. That's why. Well, here, you want to take the picture of the mother? <laughs> I, I don't need the picture. <laughs> Um, arrested for allegedly stealing Pop-Tarts by his mother. The boy whose name was not released is facing a misdemeanor larceny charge. What? After his mother says he took the pastries from their home without asking her mm-hmm. first. But he lives there, though. <laughs> so how is he getting arrested for for stealing food? I mean, how desperate... Is food in that household that he has to steal pop? I'm guessing, judging by the picture, her EBT doesn't cover too many pop tart boxes. Okay, it, it should. <laughs> they pay for everything. They pay for ice cream. Dude, EBT is now accepted at El Forastero, man. Uh huh. Yeah. But they don't pay for. It doesn't pay for hot food. It uh, EBT. It cold? EBT is accepted at fucking El Forastero. Oh, I'm gonna have to go there. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> um. Can you still use a coupon? <laughs> oh, your little entertainment book plus the EBT? <laughs> you can afford the fucking $50 coupon too. book for the year, but you can't afford – you don't have enough money, so you just use the EBT card. Wait, does entertainment take EBT? <laughs> Century so, Theaters now accepts EBT. <laughs> so Latasha had previously had other disciplinary issues with her son. Um, still, the arrest shocked the neighbors and – like Fred Patrick, a neighbor who laughed when he first learned about it, he seems like a he seems real nice to me, uh, and a really nice, respectful boy. Uh, Patrick said, according to the Charlotte Observer, um, it was all fun and games until they found pictures of him, you know, like throwing up gang signs with this box of pop tarts on his Facebook. He was straight thugging, well, stealing these pop tarts. The police say that they were surprised when the mom would have her son arrested, and then it was re- then they said that. Uh, they made the co- the mom took over two hours to questioning her and about her decision on whether or not to actually press charges on the kid. So is she pressing charges? Yes, she's pressing charges against her own son, her thirteen year old son for alleged. She's thirty seven years old. She can't come up with something else to like press charges for. I mean, because she obviously doesn't have a good relationship with her son if she's going to press charges over a Pop-Tart. She seriously, she obviously wanted to get him put away for something, but there's nothing else that this kid has done that you have to say, oh, he stole Pop-Tarts? Like, I mean, if he stole, like, jewelry from you, maybe. Yeah. Uh, if he stole, like, the car, I mean, if, yeah. If the only thing he stole it, is it, Pop-Tarts. It sounds like a pretty good kid to me. 
Well, like, according to the, I mean, the they're, neighbor, there's a neighbor coming for saying that he's entitled to them because that's his food. That's in his house. I mean, isn't the mother supposed to provide for her son and nourish her son? You would think, yeah. Not fucking call the cops when he's trying to eat? He's too old to get the boob anymore, so give the guy some (laughs) Pop-Tarts. That must have been it. That must have been it. She's still breastfeeding her 13-year-old son, and he wanted solid food for once because all of his his friends at school were making fun of him, you know, for coming to school with, you know, this flask of breast milk. (laughs) So now he just wanted to have a reason to be washing something down. Because otherwise, it just looked like he was sucking on his mom's tits. See, I, I want to see, I want to, I want to see this go to trial, and like get arrested and fight it in court, and then I want to see the fucking pop tart box as <laughs> as the evidence sitting on the table, <laughs> and now, then like the open package with like the one pop tart still in it and the other one partly eaten, and like assuming <laughs> that they're not completely eaten by the time it gets there. Because if I was oh, because you know there's gonna be that fucking one off cop, police officer and who's we're like out of donuts. Yeah, there's going to be that one police officer who just sits there and is, like, eating the evidence. (laughs) Then he'll get thrown out for a mistrial because there's no evidence now. If the box is not full, you must acquit. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Latasha Renee Love, all I have to say is fuck you and you're a fucking piece of shit, mother. That's all I have to say. I hope this kid fucking... Goes to court and gets fucking emancipated from your ass. I hope he gets EBT and buys his own Pop-Tarts and you can't have none. Speaking of uh, fucking douchebag kids, though. Well, obviously, he wasn't a douchebag, but, you know. Kids and (laughs) douchebags. I take that statement back. Leave me alone. Whose side are you on? (laughs) I'm on everybody's side. Um, No, fuck that mother. She needs to be shot in the head. Um, I said should be with nothing. I'm planning nothing. Or else. With a pop tart gun, a strawberry <laughs> one, or I like. I really like the wild berry one with like the the purple frosting and the blue swirl. So, are you gonna go over to North Carolina and grape her? <laughs> I have some actual grape pop tarts in my cupboard right now. <laughs> I swear to God, she's gonna call nine one one dispatcher. Someone's trying to grape me, <laughs> and he's not gonna do anything about it. <laughs> have you tried asking him to stop politely? <laughs> Please stop burning the pop tarts. What did they ever do to you? Oh, Lord. Okay, so this story takes place in Japan where a teenager charges $54,000 on his father's credit card. Okay, see, you didn't say Japan before. <laughs> now it makes a little bit more sense, though. And now we know why they have so much money and such a high limit. Well, a man whose teenager's uh, teenage son ran up a $54,000 credit card bill uh, in a champagne-fueled tour of Japan's uh, Japanese hostess bars, does not have to pay oh. most of it back. Uh, See, recently, make, the court ruled. That makes sense. It's a hostess bar. It, it, basically, there's this thing in Japan where they have... Um, Chicks that sit on your lap and... It, yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Here. Okay. Uh, the 16-year-old and his friend took his father's Platinum American Express card around... Luxury night spots in the ancient capital of Kyoto. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, you know it. Cool. Somebody's knows stuff around here, unlike some people. Okay, was it fifty four thousand dollars or? Can you no, con- it's fifty four thousand dollars. Can you convert that to yen? Uh, it's probably like you know, no, it's some hundred thousand yen. Yeah, it's, it, like, it's like fifteen hundred yen to the dollar. On the whiskey like and sparkly wine no. that was each bottle was pretty much three hundred. Three hundred and eighty thousand dollars yen or yen, three hundred thousand eighty yen, um, which is three thousand American dollars, seven hundred dollars per bottle. Um, 
an old ass champagne. So the youngster who was identified because of his age was ushered into swanky uh, clubs where patrons are expected to pay for the time they spent with the attractive women whose job is pretty much just to laugh at their hosts and make make them feel good and everything. No sex uh, was, you know, being propositioned or nothing. You're paying for friends? Pretty much. It's yeah, like sad. it's I, like a gentleman's club where there's like not they're not they're strippers but they're not like getting naked it, and ba- technically you can get a lap dance I'm guessing. Well, no, no, no. See, it goes back to the whole geisha culture, and it, it's something that like in America we don't really understand because in Japan they have the, the white faces and they look like the crow. No, <laughs> but it's it's they're entertainers more than they are like we, we think of them as like prostitutes, but like they wouldn't really often perform sexual things it was more like they were to entertain their host they would play music they like would sigh you know sit and talk and you know occasionally so murder people fifty four thousand dollars american is 5.5 million yen yeah you were asking about that earlier um he actually only has to pay eight hundred thousand uh yen so i'm guessing that's around like 10 grand of the bill because so. the court ruled in the uh, ruled that the uh the um the clubs and the credit card company uh, are kind of at fault for themselves because, you know, if someone's racking that much up in a credit card, you know, normally like here now, if you like try to spend like, you know, like a couple grand at some place or something, you know, they'll try to like freeze your credit card or whatever to make sure, hey, are you actually spending this money? What's going on with that? Well, the other thing, too, and is then also the credit card company then huh? that's at fault. And not necessarily the club. I no, thinking, because the club didn't check the IDs or something. That's because what I was going to say. Yeah, because I don't know what the. I'm pretty sure that Japan's really strict on their their age of like yeah, their drinking age. But all the Asians look alike. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what are they that's very to racial slur. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to be the the guy that brings out the food. It's okay. You're 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 not white, so you can make those jokes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Because remember, kids, it's not racist if you're not white. <laughs> it's the one thing we're taking away from this conversation. No one's racist on this show. We make fun of and hate everybody equally, okay? Equal opportunity to hate, you know. You know, we, Spread we, it around. One day we'll talk about Japanese people, the next Chinese people, the next Americans, the next Russians, the next fucking Italians, you know, Africans. No one Australians, Canadians. A. Eh? Um, anywho, covered all that in our previous shows. Anywho, so yeah, I don't know. I I hope that kid fucking lived it up because fucking I know if that was my kid, I'd beat the fuck out of him. That's how you're gonna end all these. Throw them, yeah. Fuck them, fuck them. I'd. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, if it was my kid, dude, I'd beat the crap out of him. Like I would fucking pull his pants down. I'd, I'd take him to school. Wait, what are you going to do Then I'd pull kid? his pants down, put him over my knee, and spank him in front of all of his high school buddies. I think they still do that over there. Pretty sure. Do they? I don't know. Or do they just flush him down the toilet like they do in China? Oh, is this the next story? The segue? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Segway. And now for something completely different. <laughs> you know. Rescuers save a newborn from a sewer pipe in China. So, I mean, I know Florida, you know, they used to flush alligators or whatever. In New York, they did that, right? Uh, the rumors you... that there were always alligators in New York in the sewers. Oh, oh. I was like, they don't flush alligators <laughs> in New York. They don't even have alligators yeah. in New York. <laughs> Chinese firefighters have rescued a newborn from a sewer pipe 
below a squat toilet. I want to know what a squat toilet is. Is that just like the hole in the I wall? Think, in the I think it's like in Mexico. Like an outhouse? Have a hole in the ground. It's just an outhouse? I'm pretty – well, I don't know exactly because it, it's a toilet. It's not a, like an outhouse. So I imagine it's like the Asian style where they're in the floor as opposed to like the Western style where you sit on them. So like you squat above – like it, it's basically you squat above a hole, but it's metal instead of a hole in a – I don't know, a pipe. <laughs> Uh, it says a tenant heard a baby sound uh, in the public restroom of a residential building in eastern China on a sa- on Saturday and notified authorities, according uh, to the state-run news. Um, the child named baby number 59 from the number of the hospital incubator was reported safe in a nearby hospital, and the news of the rescue prompted an outpouring from strangers who came to the hospital with diapers, baby clothes, powdered milk, and offers to adopt the child. What they don't tell you is that it was right next to a dance hall where they were having a high school prom. <laughs> um, police are treating the case as an attempted homicide and are looking for the mother or anyone else who was involved in the incident. Uh, the landlord of the building um, told news that it was unlikely to be the birth of a tenant um, because... There was no evidence of the in the bathroom that there was blood and stuff everywhere, and he didn't notice any of the tenants that were pregnant, so he doesn't think it was somebody that actually lived in the building. But the baby was stuck in an L joint of the pipe, with the diameter of about ten centimeters, three inches. Ooh, does it give the the gender? No, you think it's a woman, a female? I, well, <laughs> it, it's a long held. It's no longer a law that you can only they, have one child, but it, if it was one boy. Well, and that's why China they, actually they, they try to keep they kept killing the girl babies too and stuff. Yeah, they actually have a really big problem because they don't have as many women in their population. So many many men. No women. Women. Yes, because what happens is um. They, oh yeah, because they were trying allowed, to kill them off and everything. You're allowed one child. You want a son so that he continues your family name. So they would murder. So females. soon China's all going to be gay. So to, to Not that anything's on, wrong with that. This was a newborn then. Yes. Okay. Well. Um, How old was the child? The rescue was then rushed uh, because if the section of the pipe to the hospital. The uh, they basically cut off this L pipe where the kid was still okay, in. They a C section. They took it to the the hospital Again. where uh, medics all, all basically used pliers and saws to rip apart the L joint pipe to free the baby. Uh, despite offers to adopt. The baby uh, doctor of the hospital said the boy would be handed over to social services if parents did not come to claim him. Which I want to know why the fuck are you saying that? So if the mom came to fucking claim him, you're just gonna give him back? Not who obviously yeah, flushed him down the toilet, right? It was, uh, but it was a boy though, so that rules out my my theory. But how old is this child? Because if you're saying, I mean, we can, we need to look up maybe the well, it's, the it's a newborn so Okay. I mean, is the child not old enough to crawl? Because who's to say if this thing was on the floor? No, it's a newborn, it just... so it's only a few days. You old. really think? Okay, uh, you it was think a like? Yeah, you, said that? That's you what think? I was trying to clarify. You think that fucking um, rescued a newborn ba- okay. boy? Okay, never mind. Um, from the sewer pipe. Uh, you think that fucking they would? Why? Why would you say give him back to the to the parents? Like fuck that shit. Like yeah. wouldn't they be arrested? Well, here in America would, but I don't know what the uh, the standards are in China. It's job security. If they give them back to the parents, then the parent does it again, then they come out again. 
And it just keeps going. Anyways, but like that's total fucking to me. That's total bullshit. Like, they, this this mother needs to be like found and then like shot in the head. That's you already used that one. Okay, this mother needs to but get found. Time, yeah, crumple the paper. And and I don't know. Uh, this this is bullshit. Like, and put away for a long time, or at least you know get some mental help because you might not be entirely there. Who's to say it was the mom though? Where is this place? Who's to say it wasn't the dad? That's true. That's true. But like, I don't know. I I just think that they shouldn't. The baby shouldn't be given back to any one of the parents because, obviously, you know, it it shows that they're both not ready to have a kid because, or like, responsible to be in charge of the kid because I think you would be able to tell if your like wife or you know spouse or girlfriend or whoever was the other counterpart would be crazy enough to get rid of the kid. Yeah, that seriously. way. I mean, there would be signs. Oh, I don't want to have this baby. Oh, blah blah blah. You know, there'd be like signs there, and then this happens. Imagine if it was like someone at the hospital, and like all of a sudden the parents show up and they're like, "What? What happened to my kid?" And they're like, "Oh, um, yeah, about that." <laughs> so, I don't know. Stop flushing things that don't belong down the toilet, okay? <laughs> like pills. I'm looking at you, Los Angeles. We don't need any depressants in our water supply. Is that happening? What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Los Angeles, they actually have traces of estrogen and antidepressants in their tap water because people flush so many pills down the toilet. I'm gonna start drinking more water. <laughs> Going down to LA. <laughs> that's why everyone's so happy all the time. God See, but damn. we're we're cool. You know what we should do then? If that's the case, we should start fuck fucking putting shit water. in the water up here because the aqueduct thing comes from up here down to there. So we supply their water. So let's fucking like put some shit in their water. Fuck with them. I mean, I guess. I don't, uh, I don't know what you would put in it. Kool-Aid? I was, I was just about to say red Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> just put, like, thousands of packets of fucking Kool-Aid in there. All right, and everyone, on this day at this time, <laughs> flush one packet of Kool-Aid down your toilet. <laughs> That'll teach you Los Angeles. That'd be awesome. <laughs> all of a sudden, all this, like, flowing red fucking... Like man-made river down the fucking coast, <laughs> like all the way down to LA. So, uh, you had some stuff you wanted. Yeah, to- I had a couple of things. Um, so you know, I'm on the internet a lot, and I was looking at there's a website porn. I, yeah, you know, well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's this really awesome website it's called Crack.com, and they do a lot of really funny stuff. So really, Crack.com. Huh? Crack.com. Oh, Cracked. Yes, cracked. Okay, I was like, they have a website now where you can order that shit. Yes, (laughs) and they're actually their main spokesperson's the late Whitney Houston. Ah, she's the face of the company. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, so these are the five creepiest urban legends that happen to be true. So it says the best creepy campfire stories are always the ones that end with the words, and it's all true because I have the damn documentation here to prove it. In that spirit, we've tracked down five of the creepiest tales and urban legends that really happened to real people, proving once and for all that nothing is more terrifying than everyday life. Too true. So the first one is finding a dead body under the fucking mattress. The legend, a couple checks into a hotel to have, uh, and have to put up with a foul odor in their room all night. They call the staff to complain and somebody figures out the stench is coming from the bed. Now, there's no way that the scenario is going to have a good ending. You're almost hoping at that point that it'll turn out the last guest got drunk and pooped behind the headboard but no the staff take off the mattress and discover the couple have been sleeping over the rotting body of a dead girl who had been stuffed in the box spring 
So it's the the legend. The truth is this actually happened in Las Vegas, also Kansas City and Atlantic City, in Kansas City, Missouri, and Atlantic City, New Jersey. And several times in Florida and California, and, well, let's just say that under the bed in a hotel room seems to be a fairly popular destination for the recently deceased. Makes sense if you think about it. The closet and under the bed are the two most popular places to hide just about anything, so it's not surprising a hell of a lot of corpses ended up there as well. In fact, the odds are pretty good that at least one guy has killed a prostitute, tried to stuff her under the bed, only to find that there was already a body there. Oh my gosh, that's kind of dark. <laughs> Dude, that that's imagine that's mur- epic. Imagine murdering someone and you're like, oh crap, there's already a body underneath here. What do I do now? <laughs> Maybe he it was him and he, before he just didn't remember because it's like memento or something. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, or uh, what's that other one? Twenty three. The number twenty three. Oh, yeah, yeah, the number twenty three. Didn't he? Wasn't that kind of the same premise? Didn't he like? No, he went. I remember, he didn't remember his other life or something. No, he went crazy yeah. and wrote this book about how everything is the number twenty three, and then found it in like his attic, you know, years later and after he started seeing all these images and stuff of twenty three. And he relapsed. yeah, but what, yeah. yeah, wasn't he psycho and then he like forgot that life or something though? They like hypnotize him or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, basically they found a bunch of bodies in box springs of motels. Wow. Moving on. So uh, if you're ever in a hotel, always check the box spring. Yeah. And black light the sheets before you lay down. Or bring your own. <laughs> and then, you know, bring your bring own. Bring a bla- sleeping bag. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So the next one here is the Funhouse Mummy. So the myth is a prop at a carnival was discovered not to be made of the usual combination of paper mache and carny spit, but a human skin and bone. All the little kitties of the haunted house have been poking and giggling at a real mummified body. So the truth is apparently the smell wasn't just coming from the convict manning the corn dog stand. Back in 1976, a camera crew filming an episode of The Six Million Dollar Man began to set up in a haunted house at the New Pike Amusement Park in Long Beach, California, at which point uh, they were moving aside a hanging man prop and they accidentally knocked off its arm and discovered human bones inside. Uh, so the story gets stranger. The body was actually that of criminal mastermind Elmer McCutty, who was killed in a shootout after robbing a train in 1911. The princely sum old Elmer got killed for, $46 and two jugs of whiskey. And so they embalmed him, and they propped him up in uh, a funeral home as an evidence of his skills, and people were charged five cents to see the corpse, which they paid by dropping a nickel into the cadaver's mouth. Remember that little bit of history that next time someone turns their nose up at you for liking Hostel 2. After several years of raking in the nickels, um, how exactly these coins were retrieved after being dropped into the corpse's mouth is something probably best left to the imagination. Our enterprising undertaker's scheme was ruined when uh, when McCurdy's brothers showed up to claim him. Of course, these guys weren't his brothers at all, but wily carnival promoters. From that point on, the mummy went on to a morbid mystery tour all around America, propping up at carnivals all over the country before coming to rest in Long Beach, California. That's crazy. So this guy died in a shootout in the early 1900s, and then a bunch of carnies stole him and propped him up with uh, boards to basically put nickels in his mouth, and then some people stole him and then took him around on a carnival tour. That's and dope. then they ended up breaking him in the seventies during the six million dollar man. That's crazy. So when they broke him, did any change fall out? 
I, I was say, like, where did was he like a pinata? It's like a pinata. You just start hitting him with the stick. Or a piggy bank. And when they went to go collect all these coins, because eventually it would fill up, did they like go in through the ass, or how did they? How did they get there? I don't know. There's probably like a flap somewhere, and like the the ribs like open up a certain way. I don't know. That's crazy. Um, so this next one happens to be in the same vein. It's a what is it called? The curiously real decoration. So, the story takes place. Let me see here. Where did it go? Um, what was thought to be your typical hanging charming Halloween decoration depicting a lynched woman hanging from a tree turns out to be a genuine suicide. So, in the town of Friedricha, Delaware, a 42-year-old woman, perhaps distraught by the fact that she lived in Delaware, hung herself from a tree near a busy road on a Tuesday night. The body managed to hang there until the next day and was viewed by many unwitting or perhaps retarded spectators before someone realized that it wasn't a decoration and finally called the police. Once again, it's the lack of complaints from passers-by that amaze us. Even if the hanging thing wasn't a body, it was something that looked exactly like one and would have been considered an extremely distasteful Halloween decoration unless you put on a wacky witch costume before doing the deed. With the political correctness these days, you'd have to expect two special city council meetings and 30 letters to the editor within the first 10 minutes of someone seeing it. We couldn't help but wonder if the person who eventually called the police hadn't bothered. How much longer would the body have hung there? This happened five days before Halloween. Add five days of decomposition to the equation and suddenly you have something a whole lot more terrifying. Also, did the woman plan this? She knew that the time of year it was and intentionally hung herself in a public place. Did she want her corpse to blend in with the bedsheet ghosts and stuffed witches around the neighborhood? If so, it sounds like she may have been a fascinating person. <laughs> wow. So apparently there are lots of these stories are just about bodies being found as decorations and people... Uh, end up finding them and they're like oh no that's totally a, a a prop I don't know so is that all of them there are a couple more There's I don't have to keep going they're kind of long that's fucking see I mean I've heard sto- I've heard a couple stories of like people finding a body in you know the hotel but the other ones I haven't heard uh, there's another one. The, I'll just skip to the last one. Uh, basically, they I'll give the cliff notes, but basically they made um, there were so many people that were buried prematurely in the late 1800s, early 1900s because they were either um, stroke victims or they were resting quite heavily, and so people thought they were dead. And you know, medical professionals being what they were back in the day. They uh, didn't quite get the uh, the ability to find out if someone was alive. So they actually estimated that there were, I think, um, 219 cases in this one particular story of people who were buried prematurely. So they were buried alive, essentially, in caskets. And so they made this device that is the safety coffin. And it's a coffin with a tube of... Basically, there's a straw that goes out to the uh, the surface for air, on the off chance that you're buried a little early. Okay, but what how, the fuck do you do to get out? You're six feet under, and you got fucking. How do they not know that these people are dead? Like, how is someone gonna be able to go ahead and lift this person into a casket 
while they're digging a hole and, and besides if you're buried alive up. aren't they supposed to like embalm embalm you or something like that take out all your organs and stuff i mean i guess that it was more expensive to embalm people so Balm, it was this what it more is? expensive to check a pole <laughs> <laughs> I guess back in the old days, they just throw you in a box and shove you in the ground. It wasn't. Oh, I guess. Uh, I guess you can say old. Man, can you like though. check to see if there's a heartbeat? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give him like a little electric shock or something. It's not or, fashionable. Or just a poke. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand. Throw some water on the face. Hey, you awake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this person's been asleep for more than eight hours. They're dead. Dude. Call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh eleven thirty in the morning. They haven't woken up yet. Most normal people are up at 8. Uh, he's dead. Nah, nah. Jim just had too much whiskey last night. Just let him be. He'll be fine. <laughs> so, did you have anything else you nah, want? Nah, the other one was, uh, you know, doc, uh, diagrams and stuff. And I'll post them on the uh, the Facebook page okay, for cool. everyone to see. But uh, I I think I'm good for now. Um, I just had one more thing uh, I wanted to throw out. Last one. Um, on uh, Memorial Day, because it was last weekend, which I have to say... For fucking a three-day weekend, this week fucking took forever for a four-day week Did period. you read my post or something? No. Yeah, you just totally stole my post. I didn't. I never read your shit. Like, you never listen to our shit. Oh. Well, I said I said basically the same thing. I Dude, everyone feels that way. This week a, has just been the longest fucking week ever. that a four-day work week goes by slower than a five-day work week? Because there's no middle. It's because five days has Wednesday, so you have two days on either side. With four days, you only have four days, so it's like imbalanced. Yeah. I say fuck it. We should have just had a day off too. Um, <laughs> but uh, what happened? This story comes out of Beverly, Massachusetts, and what happened was on May fourth, the town had a huge parade for the concert. Um, for and the concert for the nineteen-year-old American Idol contestant Angie Miller who uh, made the top three. So this town throws this huge parade and concert, and everyone in the city comes out. Woohoo! Mayor Bill Scanlon uh, said, the, said the city spent $31,000 on a parade. Come Memorial Day, well, we're going to cancel the Memorial Day parade. It's just too much money. And we don't have that many veterans left, so who cares? Fuck them. Wow. So the did, city. Did you get a quote off that? <laughs> no, that's what I'm paraphrasing. The mayor has been quoted as saying, we don't have enough veterans. Fuck them. <laughs> the parade apparently has been a fixture in this town since the Civil War. They, uh, Beverly, um, Massachusetts has been known for their Memorial Day parade. So this is the first time that they've canceled one. And uh, I just think it's completely bullshit that, ooh, American Idol contestant can fucking get a parade and shit. But the people that fucking fought and died your country can't even fucking get a hurrah. That's uh, that's weird to me. Like, people are more interested in... And who cares if they don't have fucking too many veterans left? You throw the five that you have on a fucking car or float, and you just let fucking all the kids play their trumpets and shit walking down and marching also, anyways. we have veterans from other wars. It's not like we have to celebrate just World War II or yeah. just Korea or just Vietnam. It's Dude, there could be, be somebody on leave that could walk down the fucking parade. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're like, oh, we don't have enough veterans. It's like, from one war, sure. I, you, we don't have enough Civil War veterans anymore, so, you know, How many fucking people served in the military anyways? I'm sure the town has at least, you know, 20 to 30. You yeah. Know, either way, there's three cars right there. Throw them out in the back of a fucking 
Corvette. It doesn't matter. Just get like a huge pickup truck and have them all in the back of the truck. They're, it's cheaper money anyways than making big ass floats. The other way, you're going to fucking have the school marching band shit fucking just play their shitty music walking down the street anyways. So it's like, whoop do you do? It doesn't cost anything. Yeah, that that's really weird that they would. Oh, we don't have enough money because we spent it all on this one parade. American Idol. <sighs> she plays third. That means she fucking lost, retards. You're celebrating a loser. But I mean, at the same time, like if they're gonna spend money, they they're gonna go for demand. So do you think that more people would have showed up at the Memorial Day parade than the American Idol one? Probably Doesn't matter. Not. It's about tradition and the fact that celebrating the fucking fact that, dude, there was it was like raining here in Sacramento. Uh, and and they, the sac- downtown still fucking held the parade and shit. You can't blame just the city officials. Like, overall, as a city, like, that place does not have its priorities together. Actually, I disagree because it was May t- May 4th was was, the, was this one parade. Yeah. They could have waited They could have combined weeks. the two. They could have done this. They could have had her at their Memorial Day parade. They could have They could have had a joint thing. Two. Easy. You don't have to have a parade for one person. Who lost. I'm just saying it. She lost. She's a fucking loser. She didn't get the contract. No. I mean, sure, she still signed the American Idol, and they have to do tour and do all that shit because she made the top ten. But she still lost. She's a loser. <laughs> I mean, you just combine the two. It's not that It's not that big of a deal. Maybe she didn't have that day open in her schedule because she was going on American Idol tour. Oh, well, then, oh, well, you don't get a parade for being losing anyways. So, I mean... I know, I know nowadays all the fucking political correctness and bullshit for kids where they don't win the big game in softball or baseball or anything, t-ball, but they all get trophies now, so. Yeah, but I mean, look at it this way. Taylor Hicks won a couple, like what, four or five years ago now, and we don't know. He did one Ford commercial, <laughs> and he didn't get a parade. I, I didn't see Kelly Clarkson get a parade when she won. I mean. I don't know. Beverly, Massachusetts, you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. And this fucking Bill Scanlon's a horrible fucking mayor. That's all I have to say. Maybe it was the mayor's daughter. Okay, I'm pretty sure if it was the mayor's daughter, her name wouldn't be Angie Miller. It would be Angie Scanlon. Yeah, she's married. And even still, that would be just a case of gross nepotism. At 19 years old, you think she's married? Probably, yeah, 16-year-olds get married sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. On MTV, Google or Facebook, or you stalker. <laughs> okay, I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, so anyone else have anything else they want to talk about? I think I'm okay for now. Hey, well, um, so I think that's gonna be it for this week's uh, episode of the Outcasters. Uh, thanks for Master Mexopolis over there who came in and you know the Master Shake didn't do nothing. There's someone else in. <laughs> what the fuck is your name? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Mex. All right. Oh yeah, horrible X Men trying to be reference thing. Professor Mexican. Yes. Is that it? Soon so could you be considered a profexican? <laughs> Soon you will find me pissing outside of a KFC. Does that mean it, you, you can put the bottle underneath you and fill up a Corona bottle? <laughs> With what? <laughs> so I don't, I don't understand the reference. Mexican piss water, Corona. No, I think Corona is more of a beer than Bud Light. Bud Light's cheaper. It was sixteen ninety nine for a thirty pack. Or your <laughs> favorite uh, Keystone. That's even cheaper. That was like twelve ninety nine for a thirty pack. Natty Ice. 
hey, I'm just looking to get drunk and fucking fucked up. Whatever does it cheaper and like more stuff. Zumek, good beer, too. They have Dos Equis. I don't know if you've ever had Yeah, that. but beer buying at Dos Equis isn't very uh, smooth. Also, yeah, I'll put it this that. way. It's too heavy. The Mexicans may make beer, but they were taught by the Germans. That's also where we get Mexican polka music, also known as Ranchero. And Dancing Around the Hat? I mean, yeah. Does that include Dancing Around the Hat? Fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, after World War II, there were a bunch of, like, refugees from Germany that went to Mexico and South America and, like, South and Central America, and they actually, um, I'm trying to think. It's Negro Modelo and... Dos Equis? Dos Equis, and uh, Corona, Corona, and... Light. Maybe not that one. I don't know, but I know for sure... They're still sh- Mexican. Yeah, but I'm sure, I for sure, those three are all made in the German style of beer. But not as thick. Well, then they did a good job. Hey, well, anywho... So how did the translating go? Like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, that would be kind of weird. They just picked up some people in front of home people and said, hey, we're going to teach you how to make beer. No, the, yeah, the Germans went to Mexico, picked them up at, at a Home Depot. They, in Mexico. <laughs> in Mexico, and then they drove them to a shower bathroom and locked them in there and then told them to make the beer in there, right? Yes. <laughs> that, that is the exact history. And I, if they tried to leave the compound, they, they get shot or something, the and they made them wear, like, little sombrero hats on their shoulders or something, right? No, they just they're, <laughs> they're forced to drink the mother, you know? <laughs> All right, anyhow, that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Outcasters. I am C-Core. Professor Mech. And the Raven. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, hopefully you can tune in next week. And peace out. Check us on iTunes. St- strap dash cats. <laughs> Fucking throw that out last minute, dick. Oh, no, you messed it up. <laughs>